live from our studios in upstate South Carolina. This is Track Chat Live. I'm dropping the hammer. No, you're not. Your destination for local short track coverage from the Carolinas to Northeast Georgia. He didn't slam it, he didn't bump you, he didn't nudge you. He rubbed you. And Robin's son is racing. Race results, breaking news, and interviews from track promoters and drivers. A show designed for racing fans by a fan. Asphalt and dirt combined. Track Chat Live starts now. Here's your host, Just Jeff, alongside track champion and upstate racing legend, The Rocket, David Roberts. Rocket Man. Here we are, another edition of Track Chat Live on Monday, July the 31st. Man, summer is going by so fast, David. Seems like we just, you know, started this show back, you know, last week. It's, it's just amazing, man, how fast time is going. Summer is going by so, I mean, it's over almost. It's getting there. Like I say, you know, you're having fun, time flies. Yeah, we're in those dog days of summer, I think, now. So, it's just got to sweat it out and... And hope for cooler days. I mean, I'm never complaining about the heat. I'm just, I love it. Yep. But, yeah. But I, I like it. I like this time of year. I like the longer daylight, the hotter days. That's that's what I like. Oh, I love it. I was outside last night till nine o'clock, you know, doing some stuff. And I really enjoy the, the daylight and staying daylight longer. So uh, tomorrow is a big day. My mom's birthday is tomorrow. Wow. And I'm going to go celebrate with her. So, happy early birthday to my mom. I I don't want to say how old she is. She would still get me at her age. And then Happy 49th, Mom. Yes, happy 49th. <laughs> and then also tomorrow is National Girlfriend's Day. And if I don't remember this year, then I'm going to be in trouble. Oh, you're going to be in big trouble. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say about that. You know, so, you're talking about the summer dog days, you know. It's National Mutt Day. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yep. What, else is, what else is today? It's National Avocado Day. You like avocado? If only if they're from Mexico. Yeah. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's National Cotton Candy Day. I love cotton candy. And also Raspberry Cake Day. Uh, I'm not so sure. I like raspberry cake. I think it's pretty good. And this one here is probably the one you like. Jump jelly beans. Jump jelly beans. I don't know if it's jumping on them or eating them or what. <laughs> I've never had a jump jelly That's what bean. I not so sure about that yeah and i got a few more we'll, we'll talk about them later though okay so uh we've got a great show lined up today we've got probably one of the most i don't he got he's got so many wins and he's got so much racing knowledge probably more than you david i don't know nah, he's about he's as old, old as i am <laughs> i'm getting there <laughs> he's, he's we, just a little bit behind me i got him by just a little bit and i just realized this earlier we've got i got double davids in here tonight double so uh, it's gonna be a great show it's gonna be a great show so speaking of that, let's go ahead and kick off the show with our asphalt report. David, I'm sure you've got a lot over there to say about some asphalt racing. Yeah, let's talk about Anderson Motor Speedway Friday night. We had a good, had a little rain come up and kind of delayed it a little bit, but still turned out to have a great crowd. The weird thing about the, the rain that came, I don't know if you noticed this, the only part of the racetrack that actually got wet was turns three and four. Wow. The rest of the racetrack was completely dry. So it didn't take long to clean things up, but that was just odd, I thought. Yeah. I mean, the way it looked, I thought we was done for. I thought we was going home. Yeah, it was pretty scary looking. But anyway, great night. Uh, limited late models won by Justin Sorrow. I think that's uh, two in a row for him. Good job, yep. Justin. Three for the season. Three for the season. Mini stock was Ryan Howard. The big show pure stocks was Bobby Emery. The Young Guns was Kenzie Davis. Is that her first win? Uh, second win. Second I think win? she won a race last. Well, depends on how you look at it. it yeah, was some, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, we'll, we'll talk about that one. Yeah. But yeah but, way to go, Kenzie. Yeah, well, congratulations, Kenzie. The street stock was Marlon Yoder. The BM Modified was Chuck Mitchell. And the front wheel drive was a woohoo, Robert Robert Hall. I've been talking about this since Friday night. I, I don't know if everyone saw it. Listen. To me, the front-wheel drive race was the best race of the night. Not saying the other ones weren't good, but if you had seen, I mean, a lot of people got up and left because it was getting, you know, close to 11, 11.30. A lot of folks had already left, but during that front-wheel drive race, there was a lot of hard battles between Tommy Davis and Dan Inesco and Robert Hall. They were just back and forth the whole race. And 
Big shout out to the front wheel drive. They had 11 cars. They've been on the lower end, you know, four or five cars, but they really showed up and showed out, and it was probably the best race. But there was this one point, Dannon and Tommy were battling in turns one and two, and Tommy got that car sideways. And I do, for the life of me, I still cannot figure out how he saved it. He told me he dumped it in the second. But, I mean, he was, like, parallel with the curve. I mean, he was, like, nosediving into the curb, but he somehow saved that car, got it back around. No caution was brought out, and I mean, I'm still just in shock of how how he did that. Well, but I mean, I, I mean, it's a little bit of skill. And yeah. A oh whole yeah. Whole lot of luck. Yeah. Most of the time, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. He's you know, but uh, no, that, Tommy's a good driver. He Tommy is. I would love to see him in you know some other car, maybe like a, a late model or a mini stock or something like that, just to see how much better, um, how much faster he could go. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Now let's move on. Their next race is this Saturday night with the the Southeast Super Trucks is coming to town. Yes, yeah, Southeast Super Trucks will be rolling into town. That, that that's always a fun deal to watch them come in. That's on a Saturday night. Not yes. Friday people. Special Saturday. Saturday night and it will be seven o'clock, not eight o'clock. Right. A lot of folks are used to coming at Friday on eight, but it's yeah. Saturday at seven. So we'll move on down to Dillon's Dillon Motor Speedway. I think they finally got the race. They've been rained out here a lot. So Ricky Locklear Jr. won the late model and Ricky won the charger. So he, he doubled up. Again. Yes he did. I saw that. The Legends was Dennis Brown. The Street Stock was Gary Ledbetter. The Mini Cup was Philip Montgomery. The Allison Legacy was Aiden Mand- Mandrahal. Sounds, sounds good to me. Sounds good. The Vintage Sportsman was Zach Harris, and the Vintage Sportsman Features was Johnny O'Neill. Their next race is August the 12th or the 28th. Yeah, Ron, Ron um, Barfield, you know, he does – the promoting down there he's also the owner but they kind of do what a lot of racetracks have you know people want a lot of other racetracks to do this but they kind of take august off because you know it can be very hot and they know what a toll it takes on on the racers being in the hot car so they try to take the whole month of august off then they come back and do something later on that's not a bad deal but i mean you know i mean back when me and david smith over here growed up i mean we used to racetrack every week yeah (laughs) no matter how hot it was right so, we'll move on down to Florence Motor Speedway. They had no scheduled race. Their next race is Saturday, August the 5th. Hickory Motor Speedway had the Cars Tour, and they wound up, got rained out Saturday, and had to do it on Sunday. And Mason Diaz won, won the late model, and the pro late model was Cole Butcher. Yep. So, I watched it on flow. That's pretty. Both of them pretty good races. I tell you, the weather Sunday didn't look too good either, did well, it? Well, no, that when the first supposed to start at 2, and I think it was... Well, after that, before they got started, because it was raining. I'll tell you the one unique thing about Hickory that I really uh, like. If you've ever been to Hickory Motor Speedway, directly beside the speedway is a cemetery. Mm-hmm. And so, it, you know, they race mostly on Saturday nights. And a lot of funerals are on the weekend. You know, they have some during the week, but they have a lot on Saturday and Sunday. So, if, if they're actually up there racing and there's a funeral taking place, they will stop the racing until that funeral, you know, is finished, just yeah. to show a respect for the family that, you know, is yeah, dealing with the loss. But yeah, I think that's an awesome thing. It's a good deal. Saturday they had, uh, right before qualifying, they had a funeral. So they had to delay qualifying. So I was watching that. And, that, you know, like you say, it's just good, good respect the way they do that. I'm, you know, happy they do that. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. So their next race is Saturday, August the 5th. And we move up to Kingsport, the Concrete Jungle. Late model was was keith helton the street stock was jamie meadows the pier four was phil's craig the beginner front wheel drive was justin wright the mod four one was chris albermry the bandos one was marty roberts the third i'm akin to him i don't think it might be your cousin <laughs> bandos two was tj moon legends one was jacob bradley and legends two was caleb bradley yeah they're brothers Hmm. So they they swapped out they their wins. Yeah, so they've been to Anderson before and, and raced with the Southeast Super Truck Series. So you know who was happy about that, right? Mom, Mom and Dad, Bradley. Mom and Dad, right. <laughs> so their next race is Friday, August eleventh. Tri County Speedway. No race was scheduled. Their next race is August the fifth. And like I said before, the Southeast Super Trucks is coming to Anderson August 
the 5th on a Saturday night at 7 o'clock. Yeah, well, I'm sure we'll hear from Gerald next Monday night. He'll be giving us the rundown and the results from the Southeast Super Trucks, which we, we'll be there, too. Or I'll be there. I don't know if you're coming up or not. Well, we're supposed to. Well, I've got a truck and a car coming that we're going to Okay, that's right. Chris, on, so. Chris Chastain. Well, we got Chris Chastain. And Philip. And Philip Peters, hopefully, I think he's maybe make his return back to the limited. Well, it'll be good. And uh, looking forward to seeing that. But uh, we're going to take our first break of the night, and we've got. I'm just. I'm chomping at the bit to talk with this guy. <laughs> it's going to be a fun little show. But we'll talk with Mr. Hollywood when we're back here on Track Chat Live. Paul's All Hands on Deck is a family-owned and operated business serving the upstate with 15 years experience. Painting and pressure washing are just a few of the things they specialize in. They'll handle all your inside or outside jobs in a timely manner. Call them now for a free estimate at 864-213-7502. No job is too big or small for Paul's All Hands on Deck. Octane and Iron Speed Shop is your official cruise-in hot rod hangout in downtown Pickens, South Carolina. Specializing in buying and selling custom cars and trucks. Come show you a ride at one of their weekend cruise-ins. If you get hungry, Miss Susan will have plenty of snacks including hot dogs, fresh lemonade, and mini donuts. Check them out on Facebook at Octane and Iron Speed Shop. Motor Speedway is your home for Friday night short track racing. The competition is guaranteed to leave you on the edge of your seat. Bring the entire family out for a fun night of racing that includes free face painting and activities for ages 12 and under. Bring a friend and head on out Highway 81 or take exit 27 off I-85. Check out their website, AndersonMotorSpeedway.com for all things racing. Anderson Motor Speedway. Yeah, that racetrack. Hey, sounds like you got a bad alternator or starter. You need to stop by Jeans and let them check it out. Jeans specializes in automotive and heavy equipment. They service foreign or domestic starters and alternators. Don't get stranded on the road. Give Gene or Kenneth a call today at 864-246-3036 or stop by the shop 514 South Welcome Road in Greenville. When you want great food, don't run to the border. Head over to El Taco in Anderson, home of the scratch-made recipes. They're family-owned and operated at 192 Civic Center Boulevard behind Tractor Supply. All your Fiesta favorites, including Mexican hot dogs, quesadillas, and the 99-cent Taco Tuesday deal. Stop by for a lunch combo, set up your next catering, or simply use DoorDash. Call them at 864-540-8500 or eltacoanderson.com. When you hear that sound, it's time to call Jock White Collision Repair. With locations at Easley and Pickens, they will make your visit to the repair shop simple and stress-free. Jock White Collision stands behind their work and guarantees you'll leave 100% satisfied. Stop by today for a free estimate or visit their website at jockwhitecollision.com. Don't be despaired. Jock White will get you repaired. JW Machine Fab is Fountain choice for machining and fabrication needs. They offer a wide range of services that includes milling, AutoCAD design, and welding with on-site installation. If you're not sure how the final project will look, they will create a prototype version to help you better understand the outcome. Their top-notch quality and quick turnaround has kept them competitive in today's market. Call them at 864-423-3690 for free estimates or visit jwmachinefab.com. This is Tommy Davis. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. Back here on Track Chat Live, Just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts. Yeah, yeah. Going to be talking uh, with our guest. We got double Davids in here, and that's that's really it's messing you up. It's messing me up because when I say David, we both looks, look at you like we both what? look like. What's he talking about? Which one are you talking to? Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm gonna start. I'm just gonna call him Hollywood. what his name is. Hollywood. Yeah. Hollywood. David Smith. Welcome to Track Chat Live. Thanks. I appreciate it. 
So, David, I know you're... <laughs> He's looking at me. He just looked at me like, what? what? I didn't know what you was doing. I thought you were going to talk to him some more. I guess uh, well, I'll just say welcome. To me, right? welcome. Yeah, okay. I'm going to throw him over to you. you All right. You know. Well, David, as I do on here, I give it back to time and try to talk to... Give the listeners something to, that don't really know David Smith, right? So, how old was you when you first drove your first race? Any kind of race. I was 14 when I run my first go-kart race at Dunlap Speedway in 1981. So, I won the, what they call the Junior Box Stock Championship. With was I won 16 races. I mean, it, so I thought, man, I, this is going to be for me. You know, I like this and wanted to continue on. But at the time, my dad was still racing uh, Dirt Lake Models, and he was fixing to start in the Dash Series. So, he said, just wait till you get out of high school, and which is a late start for, you know, kids start now when they're four or five years old. So, really, I run my first car race. The day after I graduated, nineteen eighty-five. Where was that at? Langley Speedway in Hampton, Virginia. Yeah, that 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 threw me for a loop. No, that is, <laughs> I mean, that is one of the toughest little asphalt racetracks we got. It's Langley. Now this was back before it was called Larry King's. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. that's why I, yeah. now I see it's like Larry King's Law. Yeah, Langley yeah. Speedway. Yeah, that's. But it's a tough little. Old, like a three eighths or something. It flat, was. Yeah. Flat, 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 water runs off the outside of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so. <laughs> So that, so all right. So what? So you said you started that. Then, in what class was that? The Goodies Dashers. I don't know if it's called that. That that, that series changed names so many times. It could have been the Daytona Dash, the Darlington Dash, the Goodies Dash, the Baby Grand. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I think when it first started, Baby Grand. Baby but, Grand. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Back probably when when you started in that deal. So how, how many years you run in that deal? I just eighty five. I run like seven races. I run uh, Langley, Old Dominion, which was in Manassas, and mm-hmm. Orange County. I run Hickory, uh, Greenville Pickens, and I, I think we might have had a race in Anderson that year, if not. But somewhere that was pretty much it. Right. Uh, so, so, so you run seven eight races in that deal. Then, then you moved to what? I had a car house in Anderson, built me a dirt car, and uh, it seemed like it was kind of toward the latter part of '86 when we got finished with it. And um, but I was trying to go as many places I could, and, and I was really struggling. You know, thinking after you know, I said. Maybe this racing ain't for me, man. I'd spin out two times a night sometime. I think, golly, you know, it, can't, it didn't look this hard. Yeah. <laughs> but we kind of struggled, and we, and we got the car a lot better. We changed, uh, which I was running a stock clip car with a steering box, and the cars I was racing against were tube cars with rack and pinions. And, and then I had a fiberglass leaf car on top of that. And But once we kind of got up to date with everybody, I, could, I picked up, and I got to winning races in 87. So it didn't take me long once I kind of got. You know, where I could Got the hold the wheel back. going straight down yeah. through there, you know. And um, so I raced uh, 87 and a good part of 88. And then we, we still had Daddy's Dash stuff left. We traded it to Kevin Brookshire in Greenville and got uh, two payment cars. We got a Dillon car and one and 180 Hawkins, a Hulk car. And uh, so I started racing Greenville and Anderson just trying to get used to it. And uh, so I thought, well, I'm going to like it, you know. And so um, the 90 season was coming along and it was NASCAR and I said, well, let's, you know, if you're ever going to go anywhere, I was still fairly young at the time. And I said, try to get racing and, you know, get my name out there and win the championship, win some races. <clears throat> Excuse me. So we got a Port City car, and then we had a Southern, Scott Southern built me a new car that same year. And uh, 1990 was a great year. We won like 25 races. Uh, we were uh, fifth in the Eastern Seaboard region, won the championship at Anderson that year for NASCAR, won, run some Big Ten races, and... Um, like I said, we won races at Livonia, Anderson, and Lanier, and Sonoa. So uh, we're on a 200 lap at Sonoa that same year. So, wow. so we're kind of 91, 92, 93 was a short track race. And then also we'd, we'd bought a car to run that Sportsman Series at Charlotte. And I uh, was fortunate enough in uh, May of 93, we run, uh, they run, just run three times a week. They'd run the Saturday before the Winston and pole night. And then they'd run on Saturday. Back then it was called the Grand National, Bush Grand National. Mm-hmm. So they'd run on Saturday. So I run third on the first Saturday, second on Wednesday, and one on Saturday. So it's a wow! Just kept moving right along. Where you supposed to go? Right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I passed that Tim Bender out of New York on the white flag lap to win that race. So it was, it was pretty good. And then, um, so I was still short track racing and some along there. I'd race with Bob Clark some and and just different ones. Don Stegall uh, had got started some, and me and Toby were just kind of splitting the deal and racing with Don before Shane kind of come along and. Uh, and so we, uh, Bob wanted to go truck racing, Bob Blake. So he'd helped me and been a big supporter of mine for years with carburetors and stuff. And um, so we, the, and, 
October, I guess it was October of 95, went to the very first Craftsman Truck Series race. We made the race, and uh, we ended up losing the engine there, you know, um, over a little over halfway, but we stayed on the lead lap. It was pretty competitive, and then next year it started off at Homestead, and I mean, we had some decent runs going, but we just didn't have no luck. We must have blowed four or five motors, but I was able to go to Nazareth, Pennsylvania, Milwaukee. Um, the Milwaukee Mile? Milwaukee Mile, run there, run North Wilkesboro, and... Uh, Went to Phoenix a couple of times, went to Homestead a couple of times, and so I was able to get you know go to quite a few races and, and run the truck deal, and so and then not long after that, it was, we seen we wasn't going to have enough. We had done all of us spent every bit of money we could come up with trying to stay going with it basically, and then um, so I told my wife I was fixing to be thirty. I said we gotta you know get an act together, and you know and I'd been working in our family business forever, but I want I said you know. I wanted to do the same thing, but I wanted to branch out and have my own, so I was right. able to get some backing, and we got going. And me and my wife, you know, Diane, she's been great from supporter, you know, whether it be racing or business or family or whatever. So you got to have somebody like that. So we were able to dig down and dig hard. But you know, then again, I'd only been quit for a little while racing, but I said, I think I can still dirt race and still work, you know, yeah. and, and not be gone as much. And and so uh, um, I bought a dirt car from Eddie Childers and kind of got started back dirt racing, and that's kind of where I'm at now. I'm just having fun again right now now you own uh, actually <coughs> on what high bridge automotive that was high bridge when we first got started we bought it in 98 we sold it in 18 and then uh we started actually smith motors of spartanburg and we run it for about four years and uh me and my brother had already bought my dad out in 2019 but i kept the other place going for a little while but just got to be so much trying to keep help and keep two places going so me and kevin just joined up at anderson and that's where we're at now and yeah. It's a lot better, you know. And so so now so now you got two brothers, Jason and Kevin, right? Now, yes, sir. Now Jason says he's the good looking one. Kevin <laughs> says he's the smart one. Now where does that leave you? The broke one, I guess. The broke one. <laughs> 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 so I had to set him up for that. I knew that one. Uh, the broke one, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna save this part for it'll you'll hear this again on radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, J- Jason's probably listening. I don't know where Kevin is or not. My son knows him from big old dodge over there and he texted him told you he's gonna be on here so i thought i'd give him a shout out oh yeah they're good me and my brother we get along great we got a good thing going and we we try to service the upstate you know with parts and take care of our customers and so if anybody's looking for used auto and truck parts we deliver and we try to keep good inventory and give good service yeah i'm gonna need to come by there i've i've been working on this project seems like an eternity it's like been two years now but i've actually got a tax and i paid the taxes and got a tag today and i'm, I'm ready to go rolling my old <laughs> project truck? Truck. yeah i, I almost you. almost drove it down, down here but <laughs> i was afraid that, that i would get back home i would get stranded on the side of the road <laughs> so i i didn't i didn't drive it <laughs> so so let's talk about your dad a minute let's start back with him on back father glenn smith right yes sir and and it's the only place about that he run Anderson before he went to the dash stuff, or what did he do? No, he run, um, like, he, he started, I guess, I was, they said I went to my first race when I was, like, a, a week old, and, <laughs> and that was in 1967, but my granddad run the racetrack then, so, and then my also my other granddad run the wrecker there, and then he drove, and dad drove, so everybody's kind of, you know, didn't have a chance but to stay in racing, but right. but dad run, like, uh, I guess he started out in uh, Cadet, and then run Hobby, but, yeah. He had a lot of success at Anderson, Decoe, and Livonia over the years, you know, racing well, championships and stuff. Well, let's back up. Now, you said your grandpa run the racetrack. What racetrack? Anderson. Him and Rupert went together. In and what was your grandpa's name? Charlie Miles. Charlie Miles. Yeah. Just, so. just so everybody listening knows. I oh, just want yeah. to make sure. That, yeah. <laughs> yep. And, and we have Charlie. We have his memorial race at Livonia. We've been having it every year. This will be 15 years uh, that he's been passed, but I don't think we're running the race for about 12 years. But uh, we do it in the second week in October. So Right. Oh. But uh, it's, it's pretty neat. He, he put his life and soul and heart into it. I mean, oh, yeah. For, for yeah. Oh, well over 50 years. And we're going to talk some more about all that yeah, here in a little right. bit. But So so I was talking to Jason a while back on the, the Pit Wall podcast thing. I was on there and got talking. He said something about Dad talking about, oh, he didn't have the money to race and this and that. He had junk, you know. And I said, <laughs> let, let, let me tell you, and you tell David, they ain't no junk. He didn't know junk. He had nice looking race cars back in the day. I think no. when everybody had a thousand dollar motors, he had a ten thousand dollar motor. Probably, yeah, you know. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> and I mean that thing. I mean it was it was the caps meow back then. I mean that blue and silver number eleven man. That that just stuck with me, and it's kind of maybe a little part of where I got my blue from. You know, him and my brother. But 
but I just always liked that car. Just yeah, that was cool. yeah. yeah, I still run a blue eleven even to this day. That's what it, yeah, I still work run. Yeah. So. so anyway, I used last word to get the number from, so we know where we got the number from, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, into that deal. So. I've run a lot of different numbers because, you know, like when you do NASCAR stuff, you have to get what yeah. they give you, you know. I mean, I've been, I've won in a lot of different numbers and drove for a lot of different people and, and had a lot of success that way, too. You know? Have you ever had a number you're just like, man, I do not want this number on my car? The, the car I won at Charlotte with was number 67, which that was the year I was born, but but it was an old Buddy Arrington car. Well, if you know, in the old days, Buddy run number 67. But uh, pretty much he run Chrysler's, but he had built one Chevrolet right there, I guess, before he's going to quit. And Dick Schultz actually had started out driving this car, him and then the Setzer. Well, Dick crashed it at Pocono, I believe, the year before I started driving it. So they had Bobby Wellman put a clip on it. And then uh, Dennis was supposed to drive it at Charlotte, and the deal fell through, and they called me and got me to drive it. I'm blessed and glad they did now. But it was a really good car. But it was 67. You know, you just kind of think, God, it's a big old number to run. You know? but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, like running 82 or something. 81 mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, just. I don't know. I'm 18. I've always been 18. It's just got like a smaller number or something, like you said. Yeah, it's cheaper to screen print, right? <laughs> yeah. I drive the school car. Well, they've dropped the class now, Greenville Tech, but I, I I stayed away from Anderson for probably like 20 years, you know, from under dirt racing. But the guy that helps me a lot on my dirt car is Steve Terry, and he handled the program for Greenville Tech. Well, he'd take the school car down there, and I'd go drive it, you know, and let the kids do whatever, you know, so – but uh, it was like 80-something, too. I said, man, we got to change the number on this thing. Just redo it. or you know, But it was assigned the number also. You yeah. know? Well, see, I remember. That was like the first time I think I ever met you. I, you know, I'm always down at practice on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, here comes some car. It says Tri-County. I was yeah. like, what is this? I was like, it's got a new late model going to be racing with us. And then that's when I found out about the program, which is sad that Greenville Tech, you know, they dropped that because you just can't find – Play, like schools, I don't even teach kids how to write cursive anymore. I know. But, you know, things like that is hands-on. Or count change back. They know nobody can count change back. No, don't don't nope. give them no. If it don't pop up on that computer <laughs> form, they ain't going to do. <laughs> but sometimes they stumble with that. They, they do. But it's it's called life skills. And, I mean, when I was in seventh grade, I learned how to sew, learned how to do those type of things that kids just don't know how to do anymore. They can't write a check or nothing. Hmm. Nope. But I, I, that's the first uh, experience I remember uh, meeting you down there and then i kind of heard the whole story you know about uh charlie and you know you raced down there and all that it was pretty i had to tra- i don't even know what it is now but it seemed like i had the track record in 1990 for like a 1465 or 67 i don't know what it there was a sprint car that came down now, that, we can't compare to that now. yeah well, <laughs> as, as far as like as fast as fastest uh and time. even when they put the dirt late models they were in the 13s i think yeah they were yeah. When first went first paved it you know well, what, what, what year was that 87 88, 88 somewhere i think yeah, i was standing on the back stretch and always when i go to race race, i go through the turns you know i stand in this one watch down just trying to learn mm-hmm. something and I, i'm over there at that first race and gary mccoy sat on the pole and i think it was a 12 or something it could i'm sure it might have been and I thought to myself, my God, somebody's going to get killed. Because <laughs> the cars are 2,200 pound cars. 2,200 pound. Who knows what kind of horsepower yeah. you know, them boys had. But I mean, it was it was pretty much scary, you know? And Gary stayed in the payment for a lot. He, he ended up passing away about four months ago, but Gary was, I mean, he, he, he helped and coached and he had a lot of cars and he stayed in the payment. He was, Gary was a good guy. Built a lot of wrecks. We sold yep. Gary a lot of parts too. And, but I hated that once Gary got sick and all, but, um, but he did. He was good there when he yeah. first paved that. Oh thing. yeah, man. It, uh, it, it was awesome. Mitch well, Fowler, I don't know if you remember some of them names. Some of the guys used to come back then. They were, they were tough. Yeah. You're talking about, you know, dirt and then they paved it asphalt, which brings me up to like 60 years. So we're going to break away now. But when we come back, we're going to hear about this. David's kind of jumped on, Hollywood's kind of jumped on board to help campaign the 60-year celebration. And we're going to talk about that when myself, the Rocket, and Hollywood are back here on Track Chat Live. Fatso's is a small barbecue sauce company that delivers big flavor. Founded in the mountains of North Carolina, the amazing taste has helped Fatso's expand to South Carolina at multiple Ingalls locations throughout the upstate. Their all-purpose rub and mopping sauce leaves your mouth saying, wow. Try Fatso's barbecue sauce today. For more info, find them on Facebook or email Company at gmail.com. Brookshire Collision has been serving the upstate for 39 years with the best hands-on service that will leave your car looking brand new. 
Their certified technicians cover foreign and domestic vehicles. All insurance companies are accepted along with free estimates by appointment. Call today at 864-288-9875 or stop by 115 Murray Drive in Malden and talk to Beamer. Tell them you heard about it on Track Chat Live. Man, that car sounds good. Oh, you know, it's just that Carnage exhaust I got at Troy's Muffler. Troy has kept the upstate sounding great with the latest muffler trends and their very own custom exhaust for over 35 years. If you need custom exhaust work, repair, or to diagnose a problem, they've got you covered. Home of the world-renowned Carnage Performance Exhaust. Call today at 864-964-9667 to schedule an appointment or visit troysmuffler.com. Tri-County Speedway is the place to be in 2023 for Saturday Night Thunder that shakes the mountains in Granite Falls, North Carolina. Featuring Lake Mile Stock, Limited Lake Mile, Renegade, Four-Wheel Drive, Outlaws, Street Stocks, and Full Body Vintage. Cheer Parking is available, so load up the family and bring them to Tri-County USA. They serve a wide variety of concessions along with great racing that will leave you on the edge of your seat. For a complete schedule, visit thetricountyspeedway.com. Electric City Pizza is your downtown destination for good times and great food. Come meet some friends and cheer on your favorite team on one of their nine TVs. Try the lunch buffet Tuesday through Friday from 11 to 2 for only $9.99. They are open from 11 to 9 Tuesday through Sunday for your call-in or sit-down meals. Check their Facebook page for daily deals or stop by 305 South Main Street in downtown Anderson across from the Blakely Station. This is Sylvia Porter. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. Back here on Track Chat Live, just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts and Hollywood David Smith here with us. Been a great show so far. And man, it has. We've talked off the air. So the name Hollywood, explain to us where that came from and what quality, I guess, it, why you got the name. Yeah. Who gave it to you and why you got it? Well, PD obviously was a dirt race with there when I first started back dirt racing in uh, 97, 98, and only in the early 2000. But he just picked up on it. Like we could run, we run a lot of 50 and 100 lap races back then. Well, I'd take my helmet off in my. <laughs> <laughs> it would still be like it was when I put my helmet on, you know. So I guess it just kind of picked up from there. And so you, you're saying you didn't sweat any, right? Well, I mean, you couldn't tell it if I did. I mean, <laughs> just a little bit on the sideburns. Well, that's, that's pretty cool there. Now, now what's Petey Ivy's nickname? Head knocker. Head knocker. Head knocker. Yeah. Head knocker. He was just jealous. He wanted to be, the, he wanted to be Hollywood. I know Petey Ivy. <laughs> now, David, it's, it's no, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's no secret you've been around anderson motor speedway a lot in your career i mean you raced there that's your first race there correct first time you ever raced no it wasn't it was it was they actually run um dirt cars on pavement you know after they paved it but i'd actually went there in 86 when i first started that i, I want to say it's 86 was the last year it was dirt it could have been okay. 87 but it, somewhere along in there and uh they run the limited class that night and it was 10 or 12 of them showed up and i run third fourth or fifth or something but um but that's actually the only time i raced on that one time when it's dirt they had to okay but you got a deep history a deep oh yeah route. i mean i made my first laps i drove my very first cars there when yeah that's what i was that's what i meant cars earlier. and water yeah. trucks and you know nothing wouldn't run you'd have to take the water truck and drag the motor grader off most time to get it running and just you know but but i, I loved them. we used to have when i first started helping granddad we had to get the water from the back side of the racetrack you had a pump down there you know where all the snakes and everything's at so yep. But um, <laughs> David's over there shaking his head. <laughs> but uh, it was it was fun. It was when I had a wood wall. I'd, I mean, I did ride go karts around there when I was a kid, motorcycles and enough. Uh, but I mean, I just loved it. You know, just yeah. So spent a lot of time there. What we're doing this year is the 60th season. You know that that place has been open and had races consistently. I mean, it hasn't been no time where it took a year off. It's just been consistently. You know, for 60 years and kind of threw the idea out that we need to have a big celebration this year to honor that and you found out about it and you immediately jumped on board and said hey i know such and such and such and such so kind of give us a, a insight or or kind of 
all the folks you've reached out to and, and who to expect to show up. Cause we've invited, you know, any racers that's been there over the last 60 years, this race that's still around. We that's, that's what I've been to trying out. to call and put, you know, put a, actually talk to them and let them know and, and uh, get com- confirmation on some of them and some of them waiting to hear back from. And uh, when I was telling David earlier, I talked to um, Steve Robinson in 1975. He won the championship that year and won 12 races in a row. He's going to come. Wow. He drove for um, Randall Twiggs, and Randall's 93, and Randall's even going to try to come. So, wow. But I've talked to like Bill Smith and Mike Cox and Mike Ashley and um, – my dad, I'm, I'm trying to get with Kenneth Adeline and Mike Love. Some of the ones that's not as old, too, that can come back. I hadn't, I hadn't got up with Donnie Bishop yet. I was going to get some help from somebody around here. I'd like to see Donnie come back and you know, and try to come that night. And uh, But uh, I've been on the phone with this, you know, tons of people. Kenneth Adeline that raced there. There's still some of them around that run there back in the 70s, early 70s, and had a lot of success at one championships there. Um, but uh, I talked to um, Mitchell Barrett today, which was Charlie Barrett's son he charlie won him and bud luxford won all the races they had there the first year it opened it was like 21 races and i want to say bud won 19 and charlie won the other ones and that was yeah but um i spoke with jackie jones before i come here today and he's gonna try to bring the 56 ford over that um that charlie drove back in the day there well, now come, for those who who do not know if if you follow a race and you've got to know the the backstory with you and, and anderson but kind of explain to everyone how you're associated and and became part of this well, my granddad was partners with Rupert, and there was actually another partner, Tribble. There was a third guy that, but Tribble had the the equipment then to, to help get it going. And they were, my granddad told me the story. They were building I eighty five at the time, so they got all the big equipment that they needed from eighty five. They would pay them guys to come over there and do the do that's, the hard that's, work. That's the second time I've heard that story from two different sources. So I'd say that had to be true. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so that's kind of how it got going. And then, but. Uh, but like I said, I grew up around there. My mom worked there, and, and you know, at the pit gate. My aunt worked there, and my uncle's flagged, and dad raced, and well, grand, you know, of course, just growing up around it, being there, and and it, it, I learned to drive standing in his lap. You know, I don't even know how I can just remember an old '63 or '4 Chevrolet truck he had. But but then he let me drive by myself when I was probably seven, eight years old at the racetrack, packing the track in. And uh, there's some stories there too, but. Um, you know, and in water, I was driving a water truck at 10, you know, I mean, I could do it, you know, straight, I mean, most people can't, don't even know what a straight drive is nowadays. But. Yeah. <laughs> now, Sylvia's going to kill me because I'm just going to put this out there. I hadn't even talked to her about this, but, you know, we're going to have a bunch of, you know, racers that raced there years ago, but I think we need to have our, our area set up for those guys to come and maybe do some barbecue or something. Yeah, we're going to try to do that. So, do that uh, try to work on that. Everybody that's, you know, used to race there, we're going to try to reach out to you. And invite you, Dan. We can maybe have some barbecue out in the pits just for all those guys. And then we're going to do a special ceremony before the race to acknowledge those folks and say, hey, this is, you know, Mike Love. He raced here in this time and he won this championship and, and all that. Exactly. But the fact that you got somebody coming there from 1975, wow. Yeah, that's uh, the year I was born. <laughs> like Mike Cox, he won a lot of races there and a lot of championships there. Mike Ashley from uh, Greenwood. There's two Mike Ashley, one from Honeypot. I think both of them are going to come, though. And Gerald Davis was real successful on dirt and asphalt. Yeah. We're we, we hoping to get confirmation that Gerald's going to make it. I reached out to everybody that I can think of. And if I missed anybody, if anybody wants to get a hold of me, um, most everybody's got my number. If you can call the shop, though, Smith Motors, I mean, they'll put you right to me and, and – uh, like I said, we don't want to leave nobody out. If there's exactly. anybody that wants to come and can come, and if if you need help getting there, I'll make sure you get there. I'll send somebody for you. I'm trying my to best come. to get Charlie Munson to come down. He just came down this past weekend, but I'm going to send another feeler out and try to get him down. He always did the commercials and all. Yep. Everybody, he got a lot of it. They had Rod Ramsey. The, yeah, Rod's going to come, the old yeah. announcer. And uh, Reese Fant that did a lot at Greenville for years. Um, old, he's, he's actually family. He's coming. So The old announcer, what's his name? Rod Ramsey. He might be on the mic. We gotta. We're gonna have to. We've had some folks. You he know, said he was eighty three when he came to the shop last week, and uh, so I'm just, you know, I'm not hoping I'm not forgetting anybody. And some of the ones I have talked to are in are in failing health or ailing health, but some of them are still going to try to make it. You know, and still try well, to. Come. Is, I'm getting excited just you know talking about it again, but uh, it's going to be a great night. So if you if you want to attend, it's going to be August the eleventh uh, at Anderson. So it's the sixtieth season celebration. So come on out. It's going to be yeah. a great night of racing and a great night of just memories and everything. And I encourage people, if you got pictures, post them That's up. That's what I've been telling, too, to bring pictures and post them up. And Tony Hammett, uh, David probably knows that name, but he took pictures there back in the in the 70s, and he's going to come. I, told, I talked to Tony about coming. And 
um, Charles Head was one of the announcers. Charles is going to come. Yeah. And that'd be Charles. awesome too. Yeah. Forgot about Charles. Yeah. I was just wondering about uh, uh, Steve. Oh, uh, darn. Robertson. Robertson. I wonder if he still got a ponytail and wears sandals. <laughs> <laughs> I used to see him at Fountain Inn and Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Anderson. Long ponytail, little skinny. They little called dude. him Little Man, didn't they? Little you know? Man, little something man. like yeah. that. And walk around them sandals on and stuff. I don't know if you're dressed in sandals or not, but I'm just thought, he's a race car driver. <laughs> but he could wheel a race car. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. Number, that number eight Twix car. He couldn't stand Ooh. up, but they could pick him up and put him in there, and he could win. Yeah. But he couldn't stand. You know, he was. Yeah. He was numb. Yeah. <laughs> so David has mentioned, you know, he's just going to keep racing until he he still feels great and he's just going to keep on you know getting in the car as long as he's still able to win races he's going to still do it now for you what what's your what are you thinking you know you're going to keep on going i told my wife that i said that um the guy from california that that run pavement i can't think of his name right now but he raced up till he's almost 90 and i said red farmer's still racing he's 90 i said i i gotta have at least 30 something more years in me you know and i tell yeah and i don't mind the racing i still love it but the nights of staying up you know, just working on them is probably where the problems at being. Yeah. You know, just and I and I and I'm still competitive. I'm one four or five this year already, and I and I, as long as I can stay competitive and and, and run and not be lap traffic and yeah. and I can keep able to work on it. And you know, I was gonna say this earlier. It it there's two women that it takes special people to be married to, like a preacher's wife. There's they're special and a racer's wife because they probably see the least amount of time with their husband because they're just constantly you know working on race cars and you know a preacher they're constantly going to visit people and preparing and stuff like that so they don't see their their spouse a lot so hats off to your wife oh that's what i was saying earlier i mean i've got great support from family and had it for years and i wouldn't take nothing my wife she goes with me we got a motorhome we'll go sometime if we go far off in where she can take her dog and uh you know, but it's uh, it makes now you it know you want to see that dog too, right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> all that. I mean, old fat thing sleeps with us every night. You know, he's family too. You know, <laughs> yeah. Davis, Davis got a dog, right? Bingo, Bingo, wild <laughs> thing. He's he's something. So so Chris Chastain just sent me Ray Brooks. He thought about Ray Brooks. So he, he'd be a good one. Hey, yes, I know. I know Otis is on my Facebook, and Otis and Ray Ray was so, but I hadn't heard of I need to try to get up with Ray. They used to come over there, and they wouldn't get there to eight or nine o'clock. They'd come pulling in because they run a transmission shop. Ray still did up to a few years ago, but I need to get with. Uh, I need to get with yeah. Ray. I did have a number on him, so I need to try to do that. I forgot. I, I'm glad they mentioned Ray. And anybody yeah. else that y'all can think of? Cause, I mean, I'm right. having. That's I went the, back through some old Shriner books and stuff, and trying to find you know. Well, yeah. I, I remember uh, this. Not you know back in the seventies or eighties, but a guy named Brian Beckner. You remember Brian Beckner? He raced. Oh, uh, he had that throwback looking Dale Earnhardt number two. He was a uh, Monte Carlo. He raced in the Renegades or the Super Renegades. But I haven't seen him around in a long time. There was a guy that drove a Fords back in the day that everybody come because you know kind of Ford and Chevrolet back then you could distinguish them. You know, and people there's certain fans they won't pull for that Ford. Howard Ivester always run a Ford. Yep. Of course, Charles Barrett run a Ford. And then uh, Bobby Ray Honey run a Ford back in the day, a three car. And I've tried to get up with um I'd had no luck, but I got a couple people trying to help get up with Howard and Bobby Ray both. Yeah, I was thinking about, uh, uh, what's that, Randy Powell? Randy Powell. Oh, yeah, the Powell. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, they had a Ford. That's I remember a Ford, yeah. yeah. At yeah. one time, every just about every race car down at Anderson had the sponsor, Ed Powell's on the side. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And I've talked to Brian about coming. We, we do business with Brian and, and Randy, so yeah. I, I I haven't talked to Randy yet, but I need to get the word to Randy. My too. friend Nathan, you know him from the Pit Wall podcast. He just texted me and said, Jeff Sant, you know him? Oh, yeah. He does a lot of pictures back in the you day. You probably get him to come. Yeah. yeah. That's why I say just people, if you're listening and you watch, listen to this help later. Help us get a hold of some of them if they need to. Yeah, please. Right. Help us because we we sitting here and it just pops up and one name leads to another one. Mm-hmm. So I know that's happening everywhere. So Yes, it is. It's, it's a lot of memories, and I can't wait to get together and, and celebrate with everyone. But we're going to take another, our last break of the night. David, you're welcome to hang out. We're going to get on rock, uh, David's stuff. Well, we're going to cover I, some asphalt I'm stuff. One, dirt. Was Lisa a racer before you married? Diane. Diane, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm get it right. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was no, Diane, I'm sorry. She actually come to the race with a friend and, uh, and, and met me, but uh, I think she said there was somebody else there that was was trying to cut in on her but she, she made sure that she got she got yeah she, she so somebody else had their so, eye on her i guess is what she was saying yeah, yeah. So, so she came to the racetrack with a friend mm-hmm. and met you so and she really she really didn't have no ties to racing before no. but, but now yeah. she 
She's a racer now. She's a racer now. She's really a, more of a David Smith fan because yeah. she's not really like a, you know just to go. Now we go to a lot of the big dirt races. She's uh, she loves the, the the Lucas and the Outlaws. We go to a lot of the big yeah. races and we we got it set up on the house. We can watch through Flow or Dirt Vision. Yeah. We watched last night and uh, Ricky Thornton. She's big on Ricky Thornton right I now. Boy, nice I, dang. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna talk about some dirt. We're gonna get the dirt report and have David's segment when we get back after our last break here. On Track Chat Live. When you don't have seconds to spare, call On Time Heating and Air. When you want fast and reliable service, On Time Heating and Air has over 55 years experience. They'll be there on time for your heating and cooling needs. They offer same day and after hour service for your convenience. Their professional courteous technicians will be there on time to discuss your situation, make recommendations, and show you the first price so there'll be no surprises. Visit them at ontimesc.com. Are you tired of your garage floor looking dull, cracked, or stained? Exquisite garage floor coating can transform your concrete surface in as little as one day. We offer custom flake systems in multiple color combinations, metallic, and stains. Protect your concrete surface and add value to your home by turning that plain garage into a showpiece. Contact us for your no-obligation free quote. Find us on Facebook or go to eqfloors.com today. Don't settle for anything less than exquisite. No one likes to drive a car that doesn't shine. Take your ride to distinctive details and let them give it that new car look. Nick and the gang are sure to make your car smile with their excellent detail experience. From cars to trucks and anything in between, they are guaranteed to give your vehicle a showroom shine. Call 864-234-0341 or stop by 212 North Main in Malden to give your ride that new car look. Pet supplies for all your fur baby needs. Shop Bowston's has the perfect accessories to make pampering your pet an easy task. Grooming supplies, water bowls, and jewelry are just a few of the things you'll find at Valston's Pet Supplies. Located at shopvalstons.com, they are just one click away from making your shopping trip a desirable experience. Visit Shop Valston's today. Do you want the best garage doors? Do you want the best installation? Call 864-451-8883 covering the upstate with a five-star reputation that was earned through great customer service. They're ready for you around the clock for routine maintenance or emergencies. Mention you heard this ad and receive 25% off new purchase. Don't fool with the rest. Call Best Overhead Doors or visit bestoverheaddoorssc.com. Timco of the Upstate is a precision machine shop founded in 1968. For 54 years, they have been serving the Anderson area with their machining and fabrication needs. Located at 921 Pyramidary Road, they have kept up the pace with changing technology, tooling, and quality of service. The employees at Temco have 20 plus years of machining excellence. For a quote about fabrication or machining, call 864-226-8509 or visit their website, TemcoUpstate.com. Justin Sorrow, the Upstate Metal Supply, Ford Mustang. When I want the best short track racing coverage, I listen to Track Chat Live. Track Chat Live, Mondays at 6 p.m. on 104.7 WRIX, Electric City Bluegrass. Yeah, yeah. Back here on Track Chat Live, just Jeff and the Rocket, David Roberts, yeah, talking buddy. with our, our guest. Mr. Hollywood, David Smith, and I'm about to throw a curveball to David. <laughs> uh, David the Rocket. Oh, yeah. I need for you to cover the ask the dirt stuff for us. Well, that ain't gonna be hard since Mother Nature won most of them. Yes, Mother Nature did. So I'm gonna let you cover that, and I will sit here and listen. All right. So Cherokee Speedway that was rained out. Their next race is Saturday, August the fifth. We got Harris Motor Speedway. And I, uh, I think they had a little trouble with rain up there. But they got they started about eleven thirty. Yeah, yeah, that's what I seen. But they worked it out and good. And and David, most of the time when they get a track like that, like me and uh, Michael Smith was talking last week about Lawrence, if, if they catch it just right, it makes the track pretty 
best best it's ever is, right? Like at Lawrence, especially the other week, their water truck had quit, so we needed some water. We didn't need as much as we got, but right. you know, some it helps out. But, but they, now, it used to be sure enough fun when I run supers and it rang because you could just freaking get after. Get after. You got a crate motor, you feel like you're in a dump truck yeah. trying to get out of the mud hole. You know? <laughs> like it bogs it on <laughs> down. It on them, yeah. So yeah, Harris done a good job. Front wheel drive was Caden Presnell. The Ford Outlaws was Brian Carswell. The Pure Stock was Dustin Morris. The Thunder Bomber was Lloyd Dean Burgess. The Futures was Joey Powell. The Street Stock was Tony Pierce. The 602 was John Ruggiero Jr. The v- V8 Young Guns was Ronnie Pinson. Their next race is August the 5th. And we got Lawrence Motor Speedway. They was rained out. Armbands good for August the 12th. So that August the 12th, and it says their next race is August the 5th, so they must have something special. But y'all got a special got a 2000 race. 2000 win GM Performance race there Saturday night. GM right? Performance 602, is 602 that correct? 602 the Saturday night, yes, sir. Now, now that uh, how many different racetracks do they run? We go to Lakeview down next to Florence, and uh, we go to Traveler's Rest, we go to Harris, we go to Cherokee, uh, supposed to go to Bulls Gap up in Tennessee, uh, maybe going to be at Livonia. Um, so we hit quite a few, you know. Okay. Is that a pretty good little series? It is a real good series. I was able to win the championship last year with them, and then uh, second right now, just a little bit out, but uh, but had some pretty good races. Sure yeah. Enough. Yeah. So so is that a new series or is that something? It was last year. Yes, yeah, sir. Got oh, last year. Last year was the inaugural season. Yes, sir. So do you like running a series more than just running just one racetrack? I mean, it kind of suits me better now, not than having to be, you know, just going every week, going every week. And uh, like I said, we got grandkids now. Chelsea's got a little boy, Maverick, Charles Maverick, and then Ch- and Jacob's got a little girl, and uh, Olivia Grace. And so we spend a lot of time with them and do things. And it's just kind of, it just, and like I said earlier, you know, it's, it's not the racing that gets you. It's that every night working on it to right. get ready to race. And then when you want to be competitive and win, you you got to work on it, you know, to, right. to be there. So yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's what that's <laughs> what I get on here and talk thought some of these younger ones that's listening you know you got to be dedicated right oh no doubt you don't win races like you do you it, it don't just come in there and wash it off and push it in the corner and jack it up my no sir. carry it back next week no, right sir. it don't work like that yeah no. it's like my <laughs> wife used to get on me says it rained a race out what are you working so hard for i'm just trying to get better than what yeah, i thought i was right. going because somebody right? else if they're working they're going to catch you you can't you can't slack yeah, up you yeah. got to be after it you know? so you got to keep keep the work going that to get where we need to be. So, so let me jump back on this a minute. And the Livonia Speedway, they got rained out, and their armbands are good for August the 19th. Their next race is August 11th with the USCS Sprint Car Series. That'd be wild. Then Travel's Rest got rained out. Man, they've had a bunch of rain outs this year. Their next race is August 11th and the 12th. So we'll, we'll move on from that. And I think we got Jeff over. He's got technical difficulties mm. i'm just having to ramble on like i know what i'm doing here so so anyway let's let's talk about now 604s it was kind of 604 deal was big now that's kind of faded back a little bit yeah when it? i first went from super racing i went to 604s and then uh like it was kind of economical at the time the shocks were oil shocks and uh good tire rule uh and kind of keeping things keeping the cost down and then pretty soon the, the shock just went out of hand you know so now you got a you got shocks that cost more than the motor does so um it kind of just it killed the series really you know that fast track i was champion for like four years with it and uh but it just it just hurts you know so if they don't keep a handle on the 602 deal it'll be the same it's way, be the same way. Be. and that's why i tell people we're our own worst enemies oh yeah oh well give us this shock you know well, give us this little shocker mm-hmm. won't you let us run this tire be a little bit well next thing you know like you say it's out of hand Right. And for the money, you need to. You shouldn't have shocks that cost more than the motor does. You right. Know? right. So, so six o two, all these motors are sealed, but but you have special people that's. You got certified builders. Certified if you have builders. a problem, you know, and you can. But there's not really much you can do per rules that, that'll let you get outside of that so i mean if you can have one built but you don't really get you there's no the gain i run a box stock motor you know basically right. a crate motor with a bottle cap seals and and really competitive with it everywhere i go and even when i run 604 i did the same way you know right. i mean if i messed one up early i had to get somebody to fix it you know if i had to you know to keep from just yeah. losing the thing but pretty much all my races will run with just pretty much a stock motor right now do they got like a buyout rule for the motors they did till like till like you know gotten 
you know, shortage when all of this happened, you know. But I, I'm not sure now if they've turned it back loose. But you did have a deal where you could buy the motor for right. whatever it cost. Take your accessories off of it and sell it. They got a header by rule, a shock by rule. So a lot of that stuff, as long as they keep that stuff in place, I believe it. Now, you stuff. say you got you on a shock rule. What is that shock rule? I think it's 350 is what it is. 350. Of course, yeah. Yeah. But I just run like a AFCO old, old shocks. Yeah. But I run pro stuff forever. I mean, I was a pro for even when I run pavement stuff. Yeah. And I've been, I, I, you know, I might be wrong. <laughs> if I had them on a series, I'd have them on that old Tecker, that $80 shock. I mean, I'd have them on something. If I thought oh, you yeah. was cheating on the shock. We'd swap with somebody. I'm, I'm going well, to hand you, I'm gonna hand you four new ones, and we're going to send yours off and check them. That's if right. they're fine, yeah. fine. Yeah. I'll give them to somebody the next week, That's you right. know. Exactly. But we got to do something to keep the cost down. Yeah. Because it has gotten, I mean, way out there. Like our asphalt deals, no, I don't I don't know where it's got to come down somewhere. Something's got to start to where we can get it down. Now, Anderson does a great job, kind of with the motor package, the rules, trying to make it evened up. And the two-tire deal helps, right? But, man, it's just, we got we got to find an answer to this if we're going to keep racing. You know? mentioned Justin yep. Sarr a while ago. I, I, I've not got to see him race, I don't think, the times I've been. But uh, me and Mark, his dad went all the way through school together, lived in that neighborhood, you know, grew up together in the same neighborhood. And so, so I still talk to Mark every now and then. But it'd yep. be good to see some of the folks that, you know, I've been a time or two. They had champions night a couple of years ago, and I was yep. able to come to that. But so I, was gonna I, play need to that. Get, I need to get there more than I do, yep. honestly. You know, but, I was going to play a clip by him, but sorry, Folks, the technology failed in here. I was trying to scrounge around to find a, a battery. For I'm going to say, say did you get it fixed? Now I got it fixed. Dude, you. it was. Uh, so the bow, there's two two mouses in here, or you know what I'm talking about, and for two different computers, and one just quit working. And so I could not get the cover off. And when I looked at it, I had so much battery acid in there. I mean, I almost needed some Coke to pour on it to. Clean it neutralize up. the battery <laughs> acid because i'm in here trying to scrounge around i had a little clip i was gonna play by justin and uh i just couldn't do it because the mouse didn't work so i've got it working now i'm glad which, you got it going i mean me and david had a good little talk a yeah stuff I, about I, 602 i appreciate that stuff, so. so you can do some more talking here because it's that time he's, he's been, been scrolling through, through the headlines all week long fasten your seatbelts now let's see what's on his mind. I want to share something with you. It's time for The Rocket Says, brought to you by Chastain Idiot Air, here on Track Chat Live. All right, The Rocket Says, brought to you by Chastain Heating and Air, here on Track Chat Live. And I was talking, I was joking earlier, sometimes I think we need to, you got like three different tones. You know, you got The Rocket Says, and then you got, what was one week he was doing Rev Roberts, he was preaching to us. But tonight, I think it I might. Think, I think I need to go back to that. I think we all could use it. I think tonight we've changed the segment to the Rockets rant. Well, well, first of all, you know, today's July thirty first, and I was yep. telling you about Cotton Candy Day and all that. Well, birthdays is you know we got J.K. Rowling's, and she's Harry Potter Day. Harry, Harry Potter, Harry Potter Day. Then we got Wesley Snipes' birthdays today. So that's pretty cool. But our own Damon Burdett, 1964. Happy birthday, Damon, on July the 31st. So now let's rant a little bit about, you know, Facebook. Facebook's a great thing, is it not? Yep. Man, you can plug your business. I mean, you can get on there and do all kind of things and see things. But you can also get on there and badmouth people, where it's a racetrack or a business, and hurt, hurt, right? Yep. So you need to think about that before you get out there running your mouse and do. Think about it. You know, how do, how do you want to perceive that? We ain't got but one racetrack around here. It's asphalt. It's left. If you want to drive two and a half hours, fine. You know, I do. Because, <laughs> you know, but I run at Anderson, too. Yep. So there's going to be times, and sometimes you just need a break. You know, if you need a break, take a break, go somewhere else. I've done that numerous times over my years. Oh, yeah, don't run it in the ground. If yeah. it don't suit you, yeah. I mean, it don't suit somebody else. Right. So. It's just take you, you know, take you a couple of weeks off, go somewhere else. I've done that several times, so, you know. But anyway, back to the Facebook thing, you know, it's got to be true if it's on Facebook. What most people <laughs> yeah. think, right? 
But yeah, don't, I, don't, don't, <laughs> don't air it out on Facebook, people. Call your promoters, call your people and talk to them. Say, look, I got a bad problem here and I'm fed up with it and we need to talk. I tell Sylvia, you're not going to make everybody happy all the time, so quit trying. And Lord knows, I think she tries to make everybody happy. And you ain't going to be happy if you're trying to make everybody else happy. Well, I'm going to say this. When you're a racer or a fan, you go out here and, and you think you found the perfect racetrack, the moment you show up, it ain't going to be perfect no more. Because I think we're a lot all, of people that, that run into the ground don't even go to the race. So that's what makes yeah. you wonder. Yeah, you I mean, got people that don't even go. Yeah. They want to run into the ground. You know, so. Real opinion made it about nothing. Yeah. But David, <laughs> appreciate the rocket rants. <laughs> but it's a great show tonight. David, thank you so hey, much. Hollywood, me. appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you for coming in and, and joining us. And uh, man, the hour goes by so fast. But it also means it's closer to taco time. Taco. So if you want to go and continue the conversations with us, you can head down to El Taco. We're going to be at El Taco number one. There's two locations now in Anderson. We're going to be at the original tonight for the Track Chat Live after party. But if you can't make it there, you can always go buy Electric City Pizza tomorrow from 11 to 2 for their lunch buffet for $9.99. You can eat so much pizza, it'll turn into one. <laughs> but, uh... That's going to be it for us. Over a lot, huh? Yeah, pretty much. We'll be back here next Monday night with a new guest here at 6 o'clock on Track Chat Live. Good night, Jeff. Good night, Jason Smith. (laughs) 